Hey, good people in podcast land. Welcome to Convene, a conversation series dedicated to connecting the creative community in Toronto. I'm your host, Chris Penrose, and this 16-part series is about the music ecosystem between Montreal and Toronto. This edition of Convene is supported by Factor Canada. On this episode, I speak with Obuxum, who is a Toronto-based Somali-Canadian producer and beatmaker with a characteristic sound described as lush. Beyond the studio, she has also taken the stage with festival performances at Wavelength Festival, Kazoo Fest, Electric Eclectics, and Venus Fest. Yeah, so the, the first question is, can you tell a little bit, tell us a little bit about the role you play in the music industry in Toronto? Um, so the role that I play is I'm a music producer and yeah, live performer, um, it's like sound designer, <laughs> anything that has to do with sound and, and live performances kind of my role in the city, I guess, as an artist. Can you tell us a little bit about the journey of getting into that place where you're producing, you're doing sound design, you're performing? How did you get there? Um, hmm. I think it took, it took a lot of collaboration. So, I mean, initially, like, I first started learning just about like beat making from the communities that I worked in. So like through like word of mouth, I started performing. Um, I think my first, the first like beat show that I ever done was at Manifesto. And then through there, like, you know, kind of like word of mouth, folks in the audience. Um, that's honestly how I grew, it was like mostly like word of mouth. It wasn't really people that I knew too much. It was just mostly people that just kind of saw me perform and and that were sharing or that like, you know, heard my music online and that wanted to check me out live. So like that's how like I, I grew as like a live performer and as like sound designer. Um, yeah, I think it's the, I think it's the same kind of idea, just like word of mouth and people just sharing, which I was like really grateful for. Um, so like that's like that's how like kind of like how I got there in terms of like exposure. But um, in terms of my practice, like I just started out just like making beats and just wanted to just put beats online. But like as I started curating like albums um, and like really thinking about my music, like as like soundtrack I got more interested in learning about like sound design how to really like bring out certain elements in the song to really like make I guess like my message come across because a lot of my music does not have vocals on it um so that's kind of like how I started getting into like sound design and whatnot and then um yeah with like projects that I've been involved in also like helped like um bring like my skills to the next level. What are some of those projects that kind of pushed your skills up? 
Um, well, other than like my own work, uh, this one extensive project that I worked on um, is for a collective called Glow. And it, they basically hired me to create like all the sound design. So the sound design and like also all the battle tracks, um, the, the video games called Bravery Network Online. Um, so I was essentially, yeah, responsible for like everything that was audio based in that game, mm-hmm. um, which was definitely like different experience for me because like I literally just made like hip hop beats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like now like creating music to a particular like animation or visual where it's like I kind of like now have to think outside of me and think within this imaginary world that really helped bring things to the next level. And I really enjoyed it um, because, you know, like, you know, just seeing like the characters, um, you know, the little drafts that they would send, like, I was like, okay, like I can imagine this sound or that sound. And then with the battle track, same kind of idea, like, um, and I really like created like around the game which is a really dope experience. Um, but that really brought things out because uh, with the video game, like when, when you play a video game, like, you know, like you're looking forward to like hearing like all like the little like sound designs. For sure. Um, it's defining, right? Like you go back to like just thinking about Mario Brothers games, like the, mm-hmm. the, all those sounds from when you hit the little coin box to jump on the turtle or whatever, the Goopas or whatever they're called. Like, those things and make the game really um, come to life. And then the music for sure in it. Absolutely. I think it's important too that you're sharing that because I think that is as, you know, when we are looking at changes in the music industry and the way, you know, the last year and a bit has really affected um, the opportunities for artists. And, you know, there are questions about what the future of music is. The gaming space is a really big space of growth and opportunity for Music. Yeah. Um, it's interesting too because when you're talking about making music that's largely without vocals, so trying to find ways to kind of speak through sound, it does seem like your approach to production is a bit of a natural fit for animating gaming and, and using sound to bring imagery to life. Mm. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, and like, and I, you know, I like I really want to like explore more of that, and like even like commercials or like maybe even scoring a film. You know what I mean? Like that stuff would be really, really, really dope because it would just help, like just you know, like challenge me to like really think about sound, like continue to think about sound in the most dynamic ways possible. You know. Um, yeah. How did you feel when you heard heard the music and like played the game and saw it all put together? I was shocked. <laughs> I was really shocked. I was like, I was like, whoa! Like I actually did this. Like you know, like yeah. I was like the first thing that came to my mind. I was just like shocked and like tearful. I got like tearful about it because. Mm. Um, I just never imagined myself doing that kind of work. You know what I mean? And it just felt so, 
so good and like the game was just just super dope so like yeah i was like super like proud um it just felt like you know like after like this that you know that year that i spent working on my game like everything just like came together you know after such a like such a period of time yeah that's pretty incredible you know i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that moment of of seeing your work and you know whether it's i know for me the first time i saw you know my words printed in a magazine or in a newspaper um it was a really like powerful feeling you know to to actually see Mm. that um in a video game is is kind of next level so um or it might have taken me you know a, a week to get that article done took you a year to get that game done so Mm. yeah congrats on that thank you for the conversation about the ecosystem between montreal and toronto one of the places i wanted to start with you on that is just what is your impression of the relationship between montreal and toronto how do you see the relationship that's there and the potential of it and you know what's your experience of um the connection between the two cities I I think it's growing to be honest mm-hmm. um, it's just also like just my own like from my, just from my own experience um, I do feel like it's kind of like stagnant though and it's been like pretty stagnant but I feel like nowadays like, things are are growing and I'm, I'm just saying that because like um like, yeah, like, you know, like, I'll see, like, um, you know, like, some of my friends, like, doing work with, like, Montreal, like, Montreal music collectors, which I think is really dope. Um, right now, like, the person that manages me, like, also manages me from Montreal, and she's also based in Montreal. Um, you know, like, I don't know, I, I feel like, like, like musically, it's been like it's been kind of growing like very like steadily um but it could be a lot better um i think like from like from the music end of things um yeah because i i i am kind of seeing like the collaboration right over the years like i've been seeing like the like the collaborative piece where like you know like bunch of folks will come here and do some gigs and Toronto folks will go there and do gigs and whatnot. Um, but that's like kind of my impression on it. Mm-hmm. I haven't like I've been to Montreal like a couple times, um, strictly for music. Um, and I just I always thought it was a really cool city. That folks are really dope. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what your experience is, um, having only gone to a city for music. Like, if you can describe a little yes. bit about that experience. Yeah, so when I first went to Montreal for a gig, it was for Montreal Pop. Um, and this was like a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, like I, my experience is like, you know, like I opened up at this like dive bar. It was cool. It was a vibe. People would really come, but because <laughs> 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 it was a vibe. Um, but I did go to the other shows. Excuse me, while I was out there, and 
it was dope. Like the energy was there. Like you know, um, I had to see like uh, which prophet was performing like store for the opening up for JPEG Mafia. That was like really dope. Um, and it was just, it was just really nice to see like Toronto people like also in Montreal like playing like playing on bills with like maybe like other Montreal folks or just other artists in general. Um, like what your pop was like my first time seeing like all different kinds of people in, in 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 one space in Montreal and like also like meeting like people from there and whatnot. It was cool. Um my second experience and like the most consistent experience that I've had is with this festival called Mutag. Um I performed with them like twice. I performed with them twenty nineteen and like last year. And Mutech is like this electronic festival. It's, it's huge electronic festival. Um, they have like a lot of like amazing visuals, like, visual artists from like you know like just all over the world. Um, and like that experience like really like changed things for me because I've never seen this kind of festival like <laughs> ever like with like just like how much intention and like just like the kind of art and the like like the musicians and stuff like I've never seen something like that before and in my mind I was like I would love if like Toronto like Toronto started their own little music and then somehow like Montreal like they just joined forces I just think that would be so powerful um that's interesting that you were thinking that um, like seeing the potential of here's this thing that has is really incredible kind of changes your paradigm on what's possible and connecting visual art and music and then having an incredible experience with it and saying like that would be amazing to have in Toronto but not just to have in Toronto but that it could sync up link with what's happening in Montreal that kind of expands mm. it yeah yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I I told you that, especially, like, being, like, like in Montreal, I'm, like, you know, like, definitely, like, like, playing for me, tech, like, I could definitely see that potential mm-hmm. um, where, like, that can happen. And also, it would give visibility to, like, artists that are out here that, like, do electronic music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, yeah, and that's, like, to me, like, I think that would just be, like, be dope for like people from Toronto to also like access that you know um but like they like I just I don't know I just feel like that partnership like makes sense just because like both of these cities like you know like there's so much like incredible talented artists and you know we've already had like folks that were like collaborating back and forth from Toronto to Montreal so I don't see like why why this can't look sad you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely see expanding as long as like there's partnerships and stuff like i could see it happening for sure what do you think becomes possible if that connection is strengthened (laughs) that's a good question i was gonna say like i feel like it would i feel like it would be like limitless honestly um, I feel like it would be whatever it would be would be powerful and it would be huge mm-hmm. um, if that possibility was there. 
because like these two cities, like I feel like they're so alike, so different, um, obviously in their own ways. But I just feel like the combination of the both of them, like just it just makes not only does it make sense, but the potential of it is like could be massive. Mm-hmm. If, like, if that were to happen, like, if, yeah, if, like, Toronto were to, like, collaborate with, like, Montreal, like, in terms of, like, music, like, that could be massive. Like, that space can be, like, it could have, like, more folks that, like, are of color in those spaces. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. with music, Montreal, like, a lot of the artists are, like, white. You know, like, I'm, like, literally, like, the, like, maybe, like, the second black girl on stage, if not the only one, right? which is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I feel like, you know, if, if, if Toronto were to be part of conversations, like, you know what I mean? Like things would be bound to change. You know what I mean? Um, Cause I, I, I feel like the ways in which they will challenge each other is also dope. I feel like it could be dope. Like um, just in terms of like spaces, you know what I mean? Cause like you have like two different like like-minded, I don't know, like cities, you know. I just think like they would challenge them in such a beautiful way that like it would make it would make sense and like the potentiality would be incredibly huge. Yeah, I completely agree because I think that there's enough in common between the two cities and enough that's distinct between the two cities that mm-hmm. by connecting it's like you can create something bigger than either one has by itself and something like and i think part of that bigger is is what you described perfectly which is like the challenging part and i think that's when something grows like it Mm. you're being challenged you know that's key to growth um so yeah i really i agree with that i think that's a good um description of what becomes possible and Mm. this is another difficult question to there's no like perfect answer to it it's just really from your perspective where do you think that work would begin to start taking the ecosystem between these two cities to a higher level because i think you've described like yeah there is these collaborations that are happening at the artist level there's some connection between um collectives there's um the opportunity you know to go and perform some gigs here and there between the cities but to take it to the next level, where do you see that work beginning? Like to create this ecosystem? Yeah. I mean, my, my, <laughs> I think like my first ask is going to be like the vision of this ecosystem, mm. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like that's where it would become possible. Like, have people like come together? I mean, like we have to bridge this gap between like Toronto and Montreal for this particular purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I think that's what, like in my opinion, I feel like that's where it would start because the vision would be there and the conversation would start like for an intentional purpose, which is to create this ecosystem. Um, and the importance of this. So if we're gonna talk about like music, for example, like it's an important it's important that like Toronto, Montreal like comes together to come up with this this one massive festival, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, but like that's already like creating like 
some kind of like ecosystem. You know what I mean? Um, because it's just going to be sustainable like over the years. I think I would hope like not something that's one off, but like like whatever it is, I feel like it would start with the vision of of like having like a strong ecosystem. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's when you look at it like anything significant that's accomplished in life especially when it's something that um you know hasn't been done before or done in that way it starts with the vision you know i think that vision mm -hmm. is something that unifies people it inspires people and and i like that you added to that that it's like it's a conversation you know it's not uh, a vision coming from one source or one person or one platform it's like it's having that conversation about that vision that creates room for imagination and and sparks intention sparks ideas sparks action yeah absolutely okay so for people from montreal looking to connect with toronto and the music scene here or to you know, just kind of know where where they might begin or um go a little deeper if they're already connected what are some artists, some people, some platforms, some spaces that you would recommend? I think it's important to like search up, like for example, if somebody's coming here for music, I think it would be important for somebody to like literally just search up like community spaces that have like music programs. Um, I think like that would be like a great way to start just to like like learn about like the mentors and like that are in the city mm -hmm. um that like that do music um or just like you know if you, if you want to know about workshops or whatnot so like you know if somebody and it just depends like if somebody's coming here and telling me hey you know like i want to become like a live performer like you you know what i mean like i want to perform my beats like where would i start and the first thing i would say is like you know, like, have a conversation with this collective called Subtle Blend, you know, like, um, they, like, before the pandemic, like, they were, like, they did shows, like, every, like, Tuesdays, and, like, every other, like, Tuesday and Thursday, and, like, the concepts are dope, um, and, you know, like, the music is, like, super, like, open, but the focus is producers and performing mm -hmm. live, um, you know, I would recommend, like, the build, like if you're looking for like documentation in terms of like performing and playing with these lives. Um, and, you know, like programming, I mean, like, I mean, those are the obvious ones, like remix. I don't know, I don't know if beats lines, movements, so exist, but like, just like, just like different, like, mm -hmm. I would like literally like just do the work and just like research like a community like music programs in Toronto, like community community based. So I feel like once you like once you learn about like just like what's like out there, just what programs are out here, like you'll be able to kind of like funnel through in terms of like getting access to like workshops and stuff like that. But if it's just like performing and stuff, like I would recommend like those like two places. Because in Toronto, like I mostly like I mostly perform and play with, with both of them because like they're the only 
to like platforms that are think about in the city that prioritizes the build of Zillabur, that prioritizes producers and like folks that perform live. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and frequently, there's another, there's another, there's another collective called Frequencies. Like they also do an amazing job um, of like prioritizing producers, but like they also include like all kinds of like musicians, which is like dope. Mm-hmm. I, I like that you mentioned um, connecting with you know community organizations. Um, and, and like uh, creative programs or arts programs, because that is a really good tip. There's a mm-hmm. lot of receptivity, right? Like you can go into those workshops or connect with those spaces. And a lot of times you're going to meet people that are, you know, really welcoming, um, can kind of connect you to people, introduce you to people. And it's also a space that like, you know, you know, Toronto does have a few um, places that are really like, developing artists at a very early stage as well so you can you can connect with the incubators right and you can connect with people early on but the mentor part that you mentioned as well is that you know in those community spaces the people who are more established in the industry who are in those spaces and connecting with those spaces are trying to give back and trying to like open the door for people yes yeah Mm -hmm. so I, i like that you mentioned that it's really powerful. Yeah, and I think that, like, also, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> I can only, like, really speak for the city that I'm from, but Toronto, like, I feel like is really, like, good in terms of, like, of that. Like, you know, like, we, we have, even though, like, you know, like, there's, like, this, like, I, like, I think it's a myth now like this whole like crab in the bucket mentality i know we still have work to do but we've come a long way in terms of like you know coming from that mentality because we do have a lot of like great programs that like are led by folks that are pretty well established and like they're super open to even just share tips you know what i mean like at the end of the day like you have to work to wherever you want to get to um like in any field but, like, I think the beautiful thing is, like, just having, like, that, you know, that possibility of, like, having a mentor, you know, like, that accessibility, that accessibility is not, like, everywhere else. But Toronto has, like, that, that, that you know, that just that beautiful component to it where, like, it's not going to be hard for you to find a mentor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, like, finding someone in those spaces that can even if you're more established, like introduce you to people or um, just, yeah. just be open, open to helping you navigate the city. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've met like, yeah, I mean, I've met like a lot of like great people through like, mostly like mostly through shows, but it was that same kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like where it was like a conversation where I would meet somebody and like, you know, and then like, you know, a couple weeks later, it's like I get a booking, which is dope, you know, but it's just like, it was like just that kind of like it, it just it just I don't know it just felt like that same kind of concept like which is like community building you know. So. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other um like platforms or you know like online spaces that you look to um to hear what's happening in the city or to um, discover artists music. Um. Well, like I know, like I, honestly, I follow like a lot of. Toronto artists so like 
I'll just see like what they're up to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like literally, especially with the pandemic, it's kind of like, you know, like I like, I've just been like my focus and attention has just been like on like just doing like other forms of work. So like I haven't really been able to like really connect with like just looking at like what's out there like probably on streaming you know playlists and stuff like that like haven't haven't really checked that stuff out in terms of when it comes to like toronto i just literally just follow like artists from the city Mm -hmm. and just like listen to them that way or like you know like if i see like somebody uh is promoting like another artist from toronto on twitter or something like i'll like check them out you know like i kind of just rely on that mm-hmm. to, to introduce me to, to artists right now oh it makes sense when um, you say that what I, it comes to mind that like i probably read more articles or watch more videos or listen to more interviews off of an artist saying that they were profiled on a platform than actually finding the article or the yes. interview or all that on the platform so it, mm-hmm. it's an interesting point and then also you know in terms of like doing this conversation series about Montreal and Toronto, um, a lot of the Montreal music I discovered was just like looking at one artist and seeing some of the artists that they follow um, or Mm -hmm. that they might be like sharing on their stories and then checking that artist out and seeing who who they're following and or who they're amplifying. So I think that is a good approach as well. Like find a couple of Toronto artists that you really feel um, or Montreal artists that you really feel and then seeing who they're connected to yeah and i think i think the really like this is like i'm not saying cool thing but i think like one of like the like one of the positive things i learned about this experience of the pandemic is that people are sharing each other's things mm-hmm. right which is like amazing um because then i don't have to go to i don't have to go to a spotify period playlist northern bars or whatever it's called and like listen to like what's out there you know what i mean like i can literally just hop on twitter go on instagram like look at some like like you know the artists that i follow their stories i'm gonna be put onto like mad music you know what i mean yeah um because people are just so open to sharing people are putting things out like nothing because of the pandemic um because people are like more places to like just create and like share so, like, that's why, like, I haven't been really, like, reliant on, like, streaming services mm-hmm. to open up my mind to, like, um, what's kind of like, out there just because artists are, like, literally coming together and sharing and stuff. So I just kind of just go through that. And I appreciate all every artist out there that puts the, the link to your music in your bio that goes to every platform. Um, yes. I appreciate that because trying to search it out sometimes you put in the search it's a little harder so it's nice to just be able to click through and get straight to the song you know whatever they drop newest uh, material that they yeah. have yeah, appreciation to all those people who do that um there's a couple more questions to ask yeah. um what do you think is the biggest shift that could happen between montreal and toronto or in their relationship between montreal montreal and toronto that would affect the work you do? Uh, like, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm a little confused. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. I mean, 
uh, I'll ask it again. So, um, like, what is the biggest change that you could see happening in the relationship between Montreal and Toronto that would benefit you as an artist, that would create more opportunity for you? Um, what would you like to see happen between Montreal and Toronto that you would see directly impacting your career and what you can do in music? Exactly that, like opportunities. You know what I mean? Um, like it would open up, like that partnership would just open up so much more doors for me. Um, because if we do, if I do think about it, like even like performing like in Toronto and like playing in Toronto, um, like just thinking about that capacity alone, um, you know, like I literally performed everywhere and everywhere <laughs> the last few years in the city. So it's kind of like, if I were to have that partnership, like that allows me to like, you know, also play in Montreal and then if I'm playing in Toronto, it would be like the spaces would be weak. It would be like curated very differently because of that collaboration, you know? So it's like, even though that like, I'm in that space, like the curation would be completely different, right? Um, because you would have Toronto and like Montreal like coming together to, to curate this, this space. And I feel like existing in that would be like very, like very, very, very different for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would, yeah, I would look forward to that um, just because like you never know like the music that I could make for like that that particular like set would be completely different than anything that I've made. You mm. know what I mean? Because of like the curation of the space, like the curation of the space could potentially inspire me to like just experiment with my music. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So you're so, saying like more opportunities to perform in Montreal and and different curation that brings Montreal and Toronto artists. You could see one that's just opening up the opportunities to perform, but two, you could see that impacting your actual sound and, and kind of like... Absolutely. A hundred percent. I can definitely see it impacting my sound for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Just because like the artists, you know what I mean? It would just be like, just so much like, like richness, I think. And like, yeah, it would, just, it would just be like a super like rich space. So I would definitely absorb in that. Um, and yeah, it would be like, I'm sure like it would be like very thought provoking just because like when I have gone to Montreal, like I've experienced that. And even like in Toronto too, like I've experienced that here too, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine like a space that like brings that both together. Yeah. That would be dope. Now, this question is like, it could be something very simple, something very small, but looking at something practical that you think you could contribute to strengthening that relationship. Like, how can you, from you know, in, in the scope of what you do, contribute to seeing Montreal and Toronto become more connected? Honestly, like, what I could do is like put shows together, you know, because I have like, I do have, experience like curating shows there was at one point um, a couple of years ago where i was like in new york and i was curating these shows and like i was like bringing people from like toronto up there 
you know, like people from different parts of the U.S. to come. And like that space was dope. And like I learned, like through that experience, like I learned that like I also do have like this other, um, you know, like I have do have this experience under my belt where like I can actually also, excuse me, like curate shows. So that's one thing I would definitely mm-hmm. do. And I'd be thinking about it like when I was running that collective, like I was thinking about like, you know, like having a show in Toronto, bringing like Montreal bee makers and Toronto bee makers and throwing them in a room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, well, not throwing them in a room, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, and and putting on a show that's like properly like curated, where like, you know, like everyone's everyone's kind of like sound kind of meshes together depending on like the concept and the theme. Uh, but then the pandemic happened. So yeah yeah Yeah, you're not the only you're not you're definitely not the only one that um was seeing that vision and and you know building some of those plans and you know things things got disrupted but we can also look at it like you know it's maybe it's just a delay to to yeah definitely definitely um but that's something that i'm still like thinking about you know like just having that because like yeah once you have um this clock is called art beat and like yeah like they would have they would do things that are relatively like related to production and stuff so you know like i actually went to montreal because like there was this one guy who was doing like free ableton lessons before it became a thing in toronto you know like i feel like also because like in my mind like montreal's kind of like one step ahead um it would be like yeah it would just be like just dope to also like just bring that kind of like innovation to mm-hmm. the existing innovation that's in Toronto. Definitely. Mm. The last question I have for you is about this conversation itself. And you kind of hinted at it earlier that, you know, as a as a kind of first step is the vision and the conversation about the ecosystem between Montreal and Toronto. But I wonder how has having this conversation about this affected how you're thinking about it, maybe reinforced things you were already thinking about, um, or are there ideas, inspiration, sparking? Like, how is this com- having this conversation impacting you? I think it definitely reinforced, like, you know, the vision that I previously had mm-hmm. about about this show because I, like, I remember like being like very adamant about like hearing the space, um, or like at least helping curate the space um, because it, it like. It was necessary, and who I was working with at the time, that we both agreed that this space is necessary um, to have, uh, like you know, within within Toronto. Um, and also, what I'm going to do in this conversation is to also kind of like revisit like some of the some of the artists that I was like really interested in, and also like do some research on like also like like up and coming like Montreal like producers. Um, and see, like, you know, just try to connect. I would definitely do that for sure. That's one of the things I'm thinking about now as, uh, as we're having this conversation. Yeah, yeah, I, lo- I love hearing that. Um, when yeah. you do set that show up, please let me know. I'm there. Yeah, amazing. Definitely. Thank you for taking the yeah. time for this conversation. It's been amazing to hear your no, perspective thank on you it. For having me. No, thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this conversation and connecting with what we do through Convene. Gratitude to the team behind this series on the music ecosystem between Montreal and Toronto, Nabil Shash, Alicia Roberts, Martine Anon, and Sebastian Miller. For more resources on this conversation, go to watervision.com, watrvision.com. This project is funded by Factor, the Government of Canada, and Canada's private radio broadcasters.